Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. ...form legislation that we had hoped Congress would act on swiftly. They haven't. Speaking on NBC's Meet the Press, DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas said that the Biden administration is trying to work through a broken immigration system by building lawful pathways and eliminating ruthless smugglers. Mayorkas also discussed the expiration of Title 42, which he said the Biden administration tried to end long ago. He noted that the public health authority was enacted during the coronavirus pandemic. He said when it ends on May 12th, the administration will go back to Title 8, which is an immigration authority. Severe storms are bringing heavy rain and damaging winds to the eastern part of the U.S. A tornado watch was in effect for millions of residents in Florida on Sunday. Several tornadoes were reported in Florida and Georgia in recent days, packing winds of up to 60 miles an hour. Forecasts show that the northeast is in for heavy rain overnight, with flood watches posted for multiple states. A magnitude 4.3 earthquake rattled Southern California's Imperial Valley late last night. The U.S. Geological Survey says the quake happened just before midnight and was centered about four miles west-southwest of Nyland. The quake was felt in Palm Desert, also across the U.S. border into Mexico. There have been no reports of damage or injuries. President Biden was cracking jokes at himself and others last night at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. The president said he had a lot of Ron DeSantis jokes ready, but Mickey Mouse beat him to it. His biggest laugh of the night was at the expense of recently fired CNN News host Don Lemon. Biden joked, quote, you say I'm over the hill, but Don Lemon would say that's a man in his prime. Lemon was chastised earlier this year for claiming GOP contender Nikki Haley was past her prime. I'm Chris Caraggio, NBC News Radio. It's that time of year again. No, not the holidays. Medicare open enrollment. And if you have questions about Medicare, you should talk to the local experts. Paul Barrich and Associates. Paul and his agents are certified with plans that are accepted by most of the medical groups in our area. Call 909-793-0385. Their services are free. And after 41 years in the business, their agents are trained to help you pick the plan that's right for you. Tehebo Tea Club's original pure pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. 
The complete website is TehuboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TehuboTeaClub.com. Learn to make money five ways with rental real estate. Double your money with apartments and get your map to financial freedom. And that map starts with a free workshop. Sign up now at lifestylesunlimited.com. Click on the Join Free Workshop tab and attend online or in person. That's lifestylesunlimited.com. Lifestylesunlimited.com. Again, that's lifestylesunlimited.com. Limited seating, unlimited potential. This segment is sponsored by PressPrint, Southern California's best full-service union printer and mailhouse. They offer the lowest prices around with unmatched service and reliability and free delivery throughout SoCal. PressPrint can print anything from letterhead, business cards, and campaign literature to mailers of any size, lawn signs, banners, door hangers, or just about anything you might want. PressPrint promises to save money for you, your business, or your campaign. If you'd like to learn more, contact Mike Krumbrin at PressPrint, 714-399-877. Get the union bug. Be responsible. Don't drink and drive. Choose a designated driver. Our sponsor, MVP Rooter, is family-owned, serving the San Diego and Riverside areas with quality and pride for all your plumbing and drain needs. Whether it's residential or commercial, call the pros at 951-900-8687 for Riverside or 619-638-8687 for San Diego. To learn more, visit MVPRooter.com. MVP Rooter, a BBB-accredited company reminding us to never drink and drive. I'm Rick Smith, host of The Rick Smith Show, inviting you to listen to my show during the noon hour every weekday right here on KCAA. My show is sponsored locally by Teamsters 1932, a strong union with 14,000 members in the IE. Our message is clear. Unions improve the lives of working people. You have a right to form and join a union. So go to Teamsters1932.org and get started now. Did you know here at KCAA 1050 AM that we developed an app for all your Android devices? We're talking about your smartphone, your tablets, you name it. You have an Android format, you can take KCAA with you everywhere you go. We're talking about our audio stream, our video stream, and even our podcast. Go to KCAAExpress.com. That's KCAAExpress.com. KCAAExpress.com. You're listening to an encore presentation of this program, KCAA, the Inland Talk Express. This edition of Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali. I am Attorney Zulu Ali with the Justice Watch crew, Rosa Nunez, Michael Bilal Clark, and Dr. Akil Bashir. This week, like every week, we'll be discussing critical legal and social justice issues that are affecting our communities. Today we'll be talking about the reparations debate. This has actually been an extremely hot topic with regards to, I mean, actually even in this this upcoming uh, election, I've heard a lot of um, discussions by political or, or uh, uh, political hopefuls talking about the issue of reparations. And there's actually two words that actually always come to my mind when I think about reparations. One is the word of accountability, and the other one is a word of hypocrisy. 
And when I think about the word of accountability, the reason why I find that word very fitting, because, you know, the, the, you know, we're always in this discussion about why we should get reparations. But I believe the real question is why not? And I think that when you begin to start talking about the issue of accountability, and I know that on a daily, uh, on my daily grind as an attorney in court, both in civil court and as well as criminal court, we always hear that. Everyone is always willing, uh, you know, ready to throw out that word about accountability. Whether you're talking about issues regarding, you know, victims of crimes or whether you're talking about anything that we're doing as well as the fact that, you know, especially from the side of the political spectrum that's always talking about picking yourself up with your bootstraps and, you know, doing what you're supposed to and all those things. You know, we, we hear that all the time. You know, even when it comes to issues with individuals who are actually accused of something, you know, I often hear that in, uh, you know, government officials, uh, regardless of what it is, they're always trying to do whatever they can to, you know, make us uh, be held accountable without any, um, you know, consideration of the fact that you may be, you know, there may be a mistake, there may, you might have done something wrong. You know, it's it's really that strong line of holding people accountable all the time. I mean, we have so many laws and, and, and we're always trying to make individuals to be held accountable for so many different things that, you know, it's just, it's, it's actually crazy. Um, however, the, the thing that I want to talk about when it comes to accountability for the issue of, of reparations, especially the way that we've been treated as African-Americans in our, in this society from the very beginning, you know, it comes to holding you accountable. I mean, if you, you know, th there's only, the, really when it comes to the issue of, of, of uh, reparations begins with one question. Was slavery wrong? Was the treatment of African Americans post-slavery wrong? And if so, how do you ha hold the people who did, how do you hold the country accountable for the things that they did wrong? I mean, I think that's really the question. That's the question that we don't never really hear about. That's the question that we don't really talk about. And, there, and, and, and I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand how we have continued over year after year after year coming in, you know, like um, what's, what's my man, uh, John Conyers, I think is the one that's, mm -hmm. that's consistently trying to put that issue on the table about reparations. You know, I mean, wh what are we talking about? Who who could actually oppose the issue of of hold? I mean, you're talking about 250 years, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm I, I'm just gonna be I, I just gotta you know I gotta let this out. I can't hold it in. I'm so sick and tired of hearing individuals, especially those who are on who call themselves maybe on the more conservative side, and even some of the people who are actually liberals who are always, you know, trying to figure out ways to avoid the country being held accountable for what it did systematically mm -hmm. to people of color, specifically African Americans in this country, and not once being held accountable for it. That is one of the, when you think about the, one of the, the biggest atrocities and the biggest criminal acts as far as hum, um, international human rights that has ever happened to a people happened during the transatlantic transatlantic slave trade yes sir and during the two you're talking about 
uh, a couple of more than two centuries of treating human beings like they were farm animals and a legal system that allowed that to happen in fact in many cases encouraged that to happen so how in the world could you have a system that lasted for over two centuries and then you know if, if we st we can't stop there it wasn't like okay we did something wrong for over 250 years so now let's put it together and now we're going to treat you right now after that in many cases it was even worse mm -hmm. with the way that they were treating people you had the convict lease system you had the plessy versus Fer ferguson where you had the you know separate but equal you know which introduced the jim crowism then you've had the whole idea of COINTELPRO. Then you had the, the whole idea of uh, the whole actions of drug in our communities, right? So you, you know, people forget about the, 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 the whole situation where you had the CIA who was selling drugs to, in, uh, or filled, uh, funneling drugs into the black community mm -hmm. in order to raise funds to 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 help the uh, you know pay fund the contras in the uh, during the the, uh, uh, the contra conflict, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I mean people people forget that those things happen, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and there was a book that was written about it called Dark Alliance, by that uh, the the journalist Webb from up Northern California who they who ended up committing suicide because mm -hmm. he was blackballed because he brought out the truth about the way that the, you know that the CIA itself so you got the FBI COINTELPRO you got the CIA funneling drugs into the black community you have the the uh the TV series that comes on like two or three times a day where you got the black man getting beat up by the police you know that that TV series that we see all the time mm -hmm. you know we, we you know we think about during the time that we saw what happened with Rodney King and then after Rodney King, which we think that, well, that's the first time that happened. Well, that was kind of something that has always been happening in the black community. That was the beginning of us to start seeing these things in, in living color. Exactly. And then after that, then you're, you're seeing this constant, you know, uh, uh, you know, on social media and on television of African-American men that are getting beat down by the police and police officers not being held accountable, whether the black man did it or not. You know they're they you know they have free reign to begin to start shooting and you know killing and and mistreating people and being judge jury and executioner right on the street and not being held accountable, mm -hmm. right? I mean you you have a you have a an entire society that is basically numb uh, when it comes to the mistreatment of black people in our society. And then when you think of when you're not when you think about the slavery in American history, it's really slavery is really, you know, a nice way of describing it. It was not slavery, right? Slavery was basically, you know, holding someone in bondage against their will and making them do work. But that wasn't it. You were really relegated to being non-human right. and actually That's being right. a farm animal. And can you imagine that? 250 years of that in other words african americans were in slavery slavery in this country longer than we've been out of slavery mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying so now you take that then all of a sudden you know you want to put tell people to pull themselves up with the boot by their bootstraps you know what i'm saying and you you don't even give them no boots you know wh what are you doing so i mean i think that we should be outraged and you know what i'm tired of waiting 
you know, Dr. King was talking about we're coming to cash our check. Ain't that what he said? I'm coming to we're coming to get our check. <laughs> right? Ain't that yeah. what he said, Doc? Yes, sir. Huh? Ain't that what he said? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. So I'm coming to get my check and he because he understood that. He understood that this has been a society. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. That has become the world power, you know, because of that, because on our backs, Mm -hmm. And all the other immigrants that came into this country, they were giving them land grants, yes, you know, all kinds of things that they were giving to the yes, Europeans who were coming into this country, yep. you know. And and they were so far, they were two and a half centuries ahead of us. And now they want to come in and, and make this whole idea about immigrants that are coming into this country and the fact that they're able to advance quicker than we do. Well, <laughs> they're able to advance quicker than they do because basically we built a foundation, we yes, made sir. it possible. Yes, sir. I mean, many of the many of the rights that that immigrants have was based upon the fact of our of of the fact that we have um, our fight fought mm -hmm. the things that we fought for the equality. I mean, all the civil rights acts that even the the immigration immigration and nationality act is a basically a byproduct of the civil rights act, which is a byproduct of the civil rights uh, uh, struggle. And now that you've put us in this situation, you, you, you're not going to give us, and we're going to talk a little bit about, I want you to talk about some of the other uh, reparations that have been given to other individuals in this country in, in, the, in the numbers of billions and trillions, but yet and still you don't think that African Americans deserve their piece of the pie where we made mm -hmm. this country what it is, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, I mean, the thing about it is is that, you know, I, you know, I, I could sit here all day and, you know, try to sit here and try to, you know, be politically correct about the fact that you got a country that was built on the back of, of African-Americans and tell you some really slick legal way that that it should be implemented and that we deserve this and that. But, you know, it, it's almost like telling someone it's blue, the sky is blue and they're looking right at the sky. You know, it's blue. You know that what you've done. You know what you did to African-Americans every time. And that's the reason why you're so mad every time you see an African-American. Mm -hmm. Because that's what happens to people when they mistreat other people. Right. Because it's a reflection of your inhumanity, right? Mm -hmm. Take care. I mean, it, it boils down to that. This is actually a show that can go for 10 minutes, right? <laughs> uh, but at any rate, man, yes, I'm sir. hot today. But at, but at any rate, so we'll, we'll continue with the discussion on the other side of the break. <laughs> Do you have a great idea for a radio show but have no idea where to start? Or have you been hosting a podcast for a while and want to take it to the next level? If so, you need the Gab Radio Network. To host a show on the Gab Radio Network, all you need is your voice, and we'll handle the rest. From technical engineering to full-service audio production and much more. Every show on the Gab Radio Network can be heard on our station on the TuneIn Radio app. Plus, we put all of our shows on our satellite, which is accessed by over 5,500 stations. 
Gabberts. And here's the best part. You can host from anywhere you want. There are many means to connect to the Gab Radio Network remotely, and our staff of highly trained engineers and producers will make you sound like you're right here in studio. So... If you want to be on the Gab Radio Network, the same network that hosts the Small Business Advocate, Radio MD, and The Federalist, send an email right now to sales at gabradionetwork.com. That's sales at gabradionetwork.com. Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, Links to purchase and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer Zulu Ali. The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects, at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. Thank you for joining us with Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali and the Justice Watch crew in our discussion of uh, the reparations debate. Uh, we talked. We just finished talking about the whole uh, issue of accountability and the fact that the reparations debate, which is actually often criticized because for whatever reason they feel that African Americans should not be, you know, uh, involved in that dis that discussion. Uh, and not only did reparations, you know, do you know that uh, the slave owners, the former slave owners, actually got reparations? <laughs> they actually, after they freed the slave, they actually paid the money mm. for each slave, <clears throat> right, <clears throat> for losing them. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, you got the audacity to go out and pay the slave owners for that and then say that there should not be no compensation where you take someone out of slavery and basically put, what, what did you do with them after that? Just, you know, they pretty much stayed in slavery. Yes, and in some they places, did. they still out the Emancipation Proclamation yes, stayed on, on, on the plantation. Mm -hmm. Because they wouldn't, where were they going to go? Exactly. You know, they didn't have anything. They were not given the land that some of these other individuals were given in order to do that. You, you kidnapped that. And just think about this. Just think about the the feelings that people have. You know, especially the the right wing conservative individuals 
who actually go crazy when they start thinking about human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's just 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 let's just talk about the whole idea today of human trafficking. And let's think about the the attitude that the prosecutor may have about human trafficking. Let's think about the outrage that we have from certain individuals when it comes to about human trafficking. Mm-hmm. And let's think about I mean, you, you know, you, you have to be in court and, and look at some of this. Mm-hmm. And so here you got individuals who are representative of the government who are who are who are genuinely or ungenuinely, I don't know, are bothered by the fact that this is such a big problem, human trafficking. Mm-hmm. And one of the, the biggest human traffickers in the history of the world is the United States of America mm-hmm. that actually brought in human, chi- human beings mm-hmm. on a ship chattel. chained chattel, chattel mm-hmm. and, pu- and sold them on an auction block, right, to go work out in fields not just only for work, but whatever your pleasure is, mm-hmm. right? R. Kelly, hello? <laughs> you mad at R. Kelly? <laughs> huh? <laughs> He's sick, ain't he? Ain't that what they said? They said R. Kelly's sick <laughs> because he took these people and he put them in and, and, and ha- had, had sexual relations allegedly with these women and these young girls and he kept them in the house and, you know, didn't let them do anything and, you know, made them, you know, use the restroom and bu- yes, buckets sir. and stuff like that. Yes, sir. You mad at him? You mad at R. Kelly? You did a whole documentary about what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And what he was doing is a little bit compared to what we, that was our way of life. They weren't just having sex with grown African women. They were having sex with children. Yes, they were. Mm-hmm. That's what they were doing. They were filthy. They were nasty. And they did some of the most inhumane things that you could possibly think of. And that was okay. It w- they would not check for none of that. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right? right. So so now you're you crying. You know, you got people apologizing because of how they related to them. That's just so terrible about what these people are doing. You mad at Bill Cosby? Drugging people and taking advantage of them? Huh? I, I, ain't that what we hear all the time? He's yes, such sir. a terrible person. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. That, that was, that's our history. That, that's what we did. Mm-hmm. And you mad about that? But you ain't mad about what, what they did to all these individuals that they brought over here in chains and, and enslaved them and, and basically did whatever they wanted to with them? That type of crime, it doesn't, it doesn't bother you? Teach. I mean, I, I don't Teach. get it. I, I, I'm trying to figure you out. I'm trying to figure you out when you sit there and say Bill needs to be in prison. I'm trying to figure you out when you talk about R. Kelly should be in prison. I'm trying to figure you out when you start talking about all these individuals and Me Too movement and all these things that people should, should, should you know, be held accountable for. But let's let you know what? Let's start from the very beginning. Let's start looking in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You begin by looking in the mirror. That's right. You see what I'm saying? I mean, that you know, if it's so, it, that, that's how this country started. Exactly. In 1619, they were bringing people over here and doing more and worse things. But it didn't stop there. It wasn't like you was enslaved for 250 years and then we said, okay, you know what, we're going to let them go. And now we got, no, you still did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Then you started hanging them. But it wasn't enough to ca- hang them. Then what did you have to do? You had to castrate, castrate. them too. Mm-hmm. 
Right, so you mad at R. Kelly and you mad at Bill Cosby. They Boy Scouts compared to what happened to to our people. Yeah, you desensitized to that. Why are you mm-hmm. desensitized to that? What is wrong with you? Hmm. What is wrong with you? You see what I'm saying, Doc? I, I can't figure it out. Yeah, I mean, what is wrong with you? Why are we having this debate? Why are we talking about why don't we make it? You're gonna have to make amends for that mm-hmm. for all them years of what you did, right? You're always talking about how we got to be held accountable. We're talking about all those those drug dealers. We talk about all those, you know, drug uh, uh, people in these gangs and all the violence that we do and all the things that we we uh, we've done. We're doing to each other, all the violence in the community, probably because we've been victims. So so daggum long telling the truth, telling the Mm -hmm. truth. You know, you've been a victim of this type of violence by people, then what do you know? I mean, you you, you learn that. It, it, it's part of your history. Mm-hmm. What do you expect? Right? That's all they've been doing to us. Doc, I mean, I want you to tell me something. I mean, how? what's wrong with these folks? <laughs> I'm hot, Doc. I can't, I, can't, no. I can't take it. Well, you're hot because you're telling the truth, and you're telling the truth that uh, has not been dealt with. You know, it's amazing when you create a monster and then the monster acts like a monster and then you want to call it a monster. I mean, when you set in place the psychological destruction that we've had to deal with in this country uh, since its inception, and then more importantly, uh, that has never been rectified. You know, if you were to nail a piece of, uh, nail a nail into a piece of wood, then you pull a nail out, what's left? An indentation of where the nail has been. Mm-hmm. So if you never putty that, put putty in that hole, if you never replace that piece of wood, guess what? That den is still there. That's the concept of, uh, of uh, when we talk about uh, reparations. What we're talking about basically is atonement. Mm-hmm. And you as a Christian nation say that atonement is one of your prerequisites, but yet you never atone for what you do. Mm-hmm. You've never atoned for us. You've never, the only atonement that you have done was atonement that created a self-benefit to where you were able to utilize for your own purposes and move the process forward. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about reparations in this country being the first time with uh, African Americans. Reparations have been given time and time again when you were trying to move your agenda forward. Mm-hmm. But the reparations uh, towards the African-American, see, that goes contrary to, to what you believe, the hypocrisy that you say. Okay? You have demeaned us as a people. You have said we were three-fifths of a man. You have castrated us. You have never kept us on a uh, perspective of equality. And you still have that in your mindset that we are never going to be that equal. That's why we've got to take our own power. Power speaks to power. Mm-hmm. And we've got to define our own re- reality. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, that that's 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 unbelievable because I I sit here and I think about, you know, when we talk about the issue of reparations and should we should we have it again, you know, it's a joke. It's a joke. I mean, why would somebody even ask that ask question? That. Thank you, you know that that you've done that. And then now we're trying to get to the statistics. They they want to get technical with you and say, "Well, how are you going to do it?" Mm-hmm. I mean, what form are you going to do it? How are you going to find this out and how are you going to make a determination as to who deserves to get it and who shouldn't get it? You're worried about the logistics before you even got there yet. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I'm saying? So in other words, all you're trying to do is figure out a way where you can't do it and not be held accountable for it. Mm-hmm. Hold yourself accountable. Right? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, and that's I remember that one time when I was in a jury trial and I had a a, 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 a district attorney. The first thing he put on his PowerPoint or she put on the PowerPoint was accountability. You believe that? <laughs> Yeah. Accountability. No, I don't. <laughs> but at any rate, man, we'll we'll continue with this discussion on the other side of the break with uh, Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali. Revenge. I'm mad. Got to get back. I need some get back. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host Attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer, Zulu Ali. 
The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects, at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com. Welcome back to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali and the Justice Watch crew. We're continuing our discussion on the reparations debate. Um, and when we... we uh, we ended our last conversation. Doc uh, chimed in on on it, as well as you know our discussion. But you know another thing that that you that you there's so many different things that you can talk about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm sitting here thinking one of the things that came up when we was in the break. I was thinking about Black Wall Street. Uh, I was thinking about Rosewood. Yeah, I was thinking about Rosewood. I was thinking about the Tuskegee experiment. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean, and 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 thinking, you know, when it ca- when you talk about reparations, the first people that should have been on the agenda is us. Mm-hmm. Yes, it should. Have. But but you know, I mean, as far as like some of the other other groups, I mean, like the you know either you know I ain't got no I I'm not throwing no shade on my Native American brothers and sisters, right? Mm-hmm. But we know that they got a lot of stuff too, a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And, and what are some of the stuff that we that they got, Bilal? Uh, the show shows they received a payment of six million dollars for land illegally seized, and that was in 20, 1927. 1956, the Pawnees uh, awarded one million dollars with a suit that was brought by the Indian claim for commission um, with land that was taken away from them. Uh, another one billion plus another 44 millions of acres of land of an Alaskan natives uh, claimed that was settled, and that was in 71. In 1980, 105 million um, in South Dakota. Uh, uh, 1985, 12.3 million to the Seminoles in Florida. Uh, 1985, 31 million to the Chippewaw um, of Wisconsin. 32 million. Um, uh, per uh, uh, 1836 Treaty of Ottawa's of Michigan's and the Civil Liberties Acts of 1988 by President Ronald Reagan signed uh, a bill providing $1.2 billion, which equivalent to actually uh, $20,000 per person to the Japanese of 60,000 Japanese that was holding uh, in term in, in camps. Mm-hmm. So man it's been everybody didn't receive mm-hmm. everything but <laughs> the african-american and i believe we experienced yes, more hell than anybody 250 years i don't think anybody's uh uh, uh whatever they endured didn't last no 250 years no. and we're just talking well, about see. slavery yeah yeah you know we ain't talking about what happened after that That's yeah right. we ain't talking about like you say the, the, the black happening. wall street uh uh the rosewood the move uh the to steve man it's so much stuff man and, and then you look at it like this and that all these all of these individuals that comes over here to this land is like you said earlier it's easy for them to to get a loan a land loan or home loan or business loan you know and, it, and it's not so much that african-americans don't try to get those loans it's just that they don't get them because of who they are mm-hmm. 
you know everybody else get them but we don't get them so it's it's like reparations man it's it it should be mandated period yeah like you said it should be the first thing on the list and then you talked about in terms of individuals that you know suffer man believe me african-americans suffer from post-traumatic stress syndrome more than anybody else yeah absolutely I mean, I, I'm trying to figure out. I mean, think yes. about think about when we when we go in and we try to, you know, utilize, you know, say, okay, for example, let's just talk about Saddam Hussein and what he did to his people, mm-hmm. right? And you think about, I mean, that catches on to people the way that people in different countries are mistreated by the leaders of that particular country. Mm-hmm. And then we go in, you know, peacekeeping forces go in and and try to say, you know, we're trying to keep the peace and do these things, you know, in all these other lands. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then we completely never even address the whole issue of what we're doing in our own nation. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's to specific right. individuals. I mean, so that's, you know, I, I, I'm not, uh, that just throws me back, man. You know, when you think about, you know, come on. I mean, I hear that every day about the whole issue of and what you said at the break doc you said holding yourself to that same standard we talked about accountability you know now the second the the second operative word is hypocrisy Mm -hmm. yes sir right it's it's hypocritical because no just think about this now we talked we've talked about all of these things that that's been done to us but we're the most patriotic people in the country yes sir immigrants aren't joining the military the way african-americans have Mm -hmm. Right, you don't see a large number of immigrants in the in the military. You don't. That True. doesn't happen. They True. come here and they enjoy the fruits of the uh, of the labor. Mm-hmm. Right, even when you're talking about even the way even all the way up to defending the country. Right, mm-hmm. some of the the most patriotic soldiers are, are going to be. You know, we used to call them in the Marine Corps. We used to call you know we had light green Marine and dark green Marine. <laughs> you, there was no white or black in the military supposedly. But the bottom line is that the dark green Marines were going to go up that hill and charge that hill with the same degree of intensity and if oftentimes more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? They were willing to fight. I mean, they wanted to, f- I mean, from there's not been a war on this soil that African Americans have not fought in. That's right. Every one of them, man. You know what I mean? And, given, and, and, and sometimes mad because they can't fight. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to, you know, that's amazing to me. And that's and that's that's really b- troublesome that 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 you have someone that's actually doing this to to our people. Mm-hmm. I'm mad on a daily basis, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't mm-hmm. gonna lie to you. I'm upset yeah. because I know that I see it on a daily basis. Yeah. You know, and I'm sitting up here thinking as humble as I can possibly say it. I've spent my entire adult life in service to my community or my country. Mm-hmm. Whether as, you know, in law enforcement as a police officer, and as a marine, uh, that that's what I did, you know. And I even served in the reserves. I actually, you know, little people don't even know this. I served in two branches of service. I served in the Army and the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I went to Fort Sill, Oklahoma, and Paris Island. One summer, uh, I went to Paris I mean, to Fort Sill, Oklahoma, for Army basic training. The next summer, I went to the Marine Corps basic training at Paris Island. Mm. I spent my entire, uh, from the age of 17, and 17, I was in basic training. Mm. So, but I sit back and I look that there are individuals who are, who, who are judging me mm-hmm. who haven't done nothing for their country mm-hmm. except take. It's, it's in, is it in their DNA? 
Right? When you think about it and you look at those set-asides they got at these Ivy League universities, we saw these scandals where mm -hmm. people act like they surprised. Well, that's how they did it. They've been doing that for years. It's yeah. like all of a sudden this is new. That they getting into these they getting into these universities and and you know it's it's not by accident they've been getting by and getting things easily for years yes, at sir. the expense of us yes sir right and so now when we talk about this whole issue of of the the fact is whether we deserve reparations that's not even a question I put a question mark behind it but there's no question mark behind that. How can you say that the that a, a group of individuals that have been treated worse than any group of individuals in the history of this world mm -hmm. deserve to be given reparations when the the treatment of us has actually uh, resulted in America being coming one of the richest countries in the, or the richest country in the world? Yes, I, I want you to explain that to me. Well, you know, come on, brother. When you that's that's like you having your law firm, and all of your employees uh, are working for you without any pay for a matter of fifty years, and you mean to tell me your firm is not going to be the most prominent law firm because you've got all this free labor? Remember, America was built on the backs of of the slaves, uh, the free labor. But you know, it, it amazes me because that that privilege, that privilege is a uh, is, is equated to superiority. Mm -hmm. We've got to clearly understand that and that's why white supremacy is so detrimental to the society in general because you never create a playing field you know reparations even if we got all the reparations that were deserving to us today they wouldn't equal the playing field mm -hmm. we are so far behind in terms of that level of equality for us to even be able to survive in this detrimental society today mm -hmm. with the with what we have went through the type of integrity that was never there it's amazing that we're still here mm -hmm. and I think mm -hmm. that is really the disturbing perspective of some people because remember we were a written off race we were not supposed to be here this long mm -hmm. when we were originally brought over here to, uh, through the door of no return in Ghana okay it was for a mere time to build this country to a point to where this country would have that advantage and then we were disposable mm -hmm. that's why the prison industrial complex is working the way it is that's why every uh, economic uh, institution has us at the bottom we were never supposed to be a group of individuals that we uh, have the the equalness in this country and then when we have achieved what we have achieved I think that is what you were referring to earlier uh, brother Ali when they see you knowing that you were a throwaway but you have been able to survive mm -hmm. that is a counterbalance in my thinking process because you weren't supposed to be here right exactly and that's the thing that uh, Bilal when we always talk to the kids and, and doc as well mm -hmm. you know we always our, our dialogue has to be different than the, the dialogue with the normal kid because we have to tell our kids our at-risk kids the the brown and, and 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 black kids you know that hey look you know what I, I can't tell you that you know what you just do what you're supposed to do and no. you're gonna be successful no, no. we have to tell no. them that you know what man you know you have to you have to be ready that they're gonna throw things at you that they're not gonna throw at other people mm-hmm so exactly. you're gonna you're gonna have to be above work be above and beyond anyone else. Most definitely, right? You're not gonna be able to, you know, when you're in school, they're gonna they're gonna look at you like you're not supposed to be there. That's right. You know what I mean? You're not gonna be able to pay your way to get into right. Harvard, Yale, or any other school just just because you have the money. You're not mm -hmm. gonna be able to do that. Exactly. So our conversation, when we talk to our kids and show them that you know what, you got to be better than everybody else. Mm -hmm. And then when they throw something in in your way. 
you have to pick yourself up because the world is not fair. And it's going to be, a, it's not fair for anybody, but it's definitely not going to be, you know, you, they're going to throw some extra stuff at you. Exactly. And by doing that, I mean, that's, 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 that's a hell of a conversation I have to have with young people to know that you're not, no matter how hard you work, you're going to have to work a little bit harder than everybody else. But brother, I leave the first conversation is survival. Yeah. yeah. Right. We got to teach them how to survive, first of all, mm-hmm. before they can even get to a point right. of being put under pressure. Right, mm-hmm. right. Well, well, we'll continue this discussion on the other side of the break with uh, uh, Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali. Revenge! There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. Nubian Pictures presents a CCM Films production documentary entitled Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. This emotional and strong documentary tells the story of African-American lawyer Zulu Ali seeking justice and his purpose as a lawyer while crossing paths with Araceli, an undocumented immigrant from Mexico who is seeking her freedom. Together, they help discover their purpose and freedom in each other. Watch this incredible film today from iTunes Movies, YouTube Movies, Amazon Prime, and Google Play Movies. Learn about the cast and crew, links to purchase, and more at PurposeAndFreedomMovie.com. Purpose and Freedom. Keep your hand on the plow. Available now. Rated G. I did not feel safe. That's why I decided to come to California, because I didn't feel safe in Mexico. It's kind of like the system, and if you go outside the system, then it becomes a struggle. Are you an immigrant seeking defense representation and are looking to protect your rights? Or maybe someone who is experiencing an injustice or discrimination and need a lawyer you can trust? Well, that's exactly why you need the help of award-winning trial lawyer Zulu Ali. The law offices of Zulu Ali provides immigration defense representation for those seeking justice and looking to protect their rights. If you or a loved one needs professional legal advice and representation, then contact Zulu Ali. Zulu Ali's firm focuses on criminal law, family law, civil and personal injury, and international law. Zulu Ali is a former police officer and U.S. Marine, so you know you're in good hands. Serving all of California and immigration cases nationwide, representing victims and suspects, at the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Call Zulu Ali today at 888-682-3049 or visit ZuluAliLaw.com.
Welcome back to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali. I'm Attorney Zulu Ali with the Justice Watch crew and our discussion of reparations. Uh, and the, and the, the debate is we were talking about earlier, and I think as we left off, we talked about the issue of what we have to tell our children with regards to the struggles that they have to deal with. I think we were talking about that earlier, Bilal, and I think you kind of wanted to chime in on that. Yeah. Um, you know, w one of the things is we have to ignite this fire inside of our youth, inside of our kids to to, you know, to, to rise to a higher level of what they uh, typically used to seeing or typically used to hearing. I can remember back when I was growing up, you know, I was in the street, I was rah-rah in the street, and it took that prison system to kind of calm me down. But the thing about it, while I was there, I began to read and I began to study. And that's what ignited that fire in me to want to do something better, to want to excel. Now, I'm not saying that every kid going to sit down and be able to read a book like Malcolm X and be inspired and excel and stuff like I did. However, I think it's up to us to, to, to light that fire up under them and give them something totally different than what they typically used to hear. Man, they see the cats on the street you know, day out and they see, you know, the cats is bling blings and they hear it in the rap music and stuff like that. But it is up to us to kind of change that whole narrative, what they hear every day in the rap music. It is us, up to us to light that fire up under them and tell them that, look, you can achieve greatness. Oh, no doubt there's going to be obstacles in your way. No doubt. But but stop blaming people or making excuses, excuses for your own failure. You can rise above that. You know, I always teach a kid, look, whatever you put your mind to, you can you, you can achieve. Um, you know, don't start off by saying I can't. I, I eliminate that from my household altogether. I can't do something. So we have to light that fire under our youth. Tell them something totally different. They, you know, Stop telling them that, you know, okay, yeah, we're going to have this problem. You're going to run into this obstacle. Yeah, you're going to run into it, but leap over it and keep moving forward. Right. You know, you're going to hit that brick wall, yeah. you know, but keep moving forward. Yeah. You know, I mean, so. and it's amazing that in spite of all the stuff that they had to put us through, that we still are able to be successful mm -hmm. and be able to do, in, in many ways, and be able to accomplish the things that we're, you know. It's true. You know, and you can imagine that if you did not have those obstacles, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, it, and that, and I think that oftentimes I think that that's somewhat of the issue and some of somewhat of the concern that if in fact they did make things fair and equal, then you know they're fearful of that. Uh, they're yeah, fearful of, of of you know what you can become, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, they know greatness, and obviously, if you have to go out of your way to hold someone back. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. Then obviously, there's a reason why you're doing that. You're not doing that because they're inferior. You're doing that because you're scared of what they could actually ultimately become. That's right. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's that's that, and that's that's much of what's going on. Yeah, but look, I want to I, I want to re refer back to a video I seen you do with your granddaughters. Mm -hmm. It was a video you recorded with your granddaughter some years ago. I don't know if they was like two or three or something, but you sat them down and you talked to them and you said, "Look, we went through this." but we survived it. We mm -hmm. went through this, but we survived. My mother went through this, she survived it. My grandmother went through this, we survived it. Mm -hmm. And that story alone, by us teaching our kids at that young age to let them know that although we went through this, mm -hmm. we still managed to survive. Right. And that's gonna stick with them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we have to do. We have to start very early because if we catch this, if we catch these 10 and 11 years old, man, they, they wilding out by that time. Right. Yeah. 
Well, you know, when you think about it, most people operate within the context of the vision they have of themselves. Mm -hmm. So to equate to your point, that vision that Brother Ali was putting in his granddaughters was uh, an attempt to tell their story their way. Mm -hmm. And when you stop and think about it, uh, the inner conversation is what stops us from achieving where we need to go. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's so imperative that we counterbalance that destructive imagery that we're not only seeing, but that we're hearing on a constant basis. Think about it. If you let a child go out there and run the gamut of what this society has to offer, especially to a people of color, and you never counterbalance that, you are going to have a destructive force on your hands that will probably eventually destroy themselves in the process because of the stress that we got to go through in this society alone. Mm -hmm. So we don't have a, we don't have the choice. It's uh, it's a mandated responsibility that we reframe that narrative. Mm -hmm. We reframe that conversation. Mm -hmm. And that's why conversations exactly. like this are so important. Right. Mm -hmm. No question. But yeah, man, that's, you know, again, I mean, going back to that whole issue, I know that there's a lot of organizations out there that are lobbying for actual some, actually something to happen with regards to, you know, making sure that we get that, that issue on the table mm -hmm. and talk about, you know, the whole idea of reparations and that we, you know, get some things going, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, however, unfortunately, because we, um, you know, whatever you know I know what the issue is I know for whatever you've got individuals in this country who have always been desensitized and did whatever they could to make sure that we don't move ahead I mean there's always been those forces out there but we always continue to keep on moving and yes, doing we what do. we have to do yes. in order to be successful at, at you know um, at what we have I mean we've the things that we've had to endure and the scrutiny we had we've had to face is just unbelievable mm -hmm. right I mean, and, and, you know, it's, and then whenever we have individuals who are successful, they go out of their way to try to destroy our legacy. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's kind of a mandate. I mean, it's almost like there's this, it, it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of part of our, mm -hmm. our, our fabric of a society. Mm -hmm. And people feel like, well, you know, you, you know, these individuals are doing, you know, yeah, there are individuals that we've had in our communities that, that do make mistakes, obviously. How, because that's basically human nature. Mm -hmm. yes. However, I think yes. the scrutiny that you're going to, you know, have to deal with with regards to being, you know, um, as an African-American is just, you know, more than than what most people have to deal with. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that's part of it. And as you said, I mean, mm -hmm. we can't give people necessarily in, any excuses to keep on moving. But at the same time, we have to keep focused on the fact that there is this reality and this whole idea of, the whole idea that we have to talk about, you know, the fact that, that we that reparations should be on the table for African Americans, you know, is troublesome mm -hmm. at the very least. Mm -hmm. And I know yes. I was reading here on some of the there's been some 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 stuff that actually had been done. I think there was an economist named Robert Brown uh, who stated that the ultimate goal of reparations should be to restore the black community to the economic position it would have if it had not been subjected to slavery and discrimination. He estimates a fair reparation value of between 1.4 to 4.7 trillion, <laughs> or roughly 142,000 for every black American living today. Mm. That was his, his That's thing. really low. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And, um, and I think that it was, it was, I think in the book that actually came up, if I'm not mistaken, Randall Robinson, uh, who uh, wrote the, the America's, America's History of Race, Rights, Lynching, and institutional discrimination uh, have resulted in 1.4 trillion in losses for African Americans. Mm -hmm. and, and, and then you got to look at all the companies that, that that were actually formed on the back 
so, of the slaves. You know, mm. I, I can't name them all, but it's quite a few that's still in existence right now, and they yes. worse that. Yes. Real talk. Yeah. yeah so. Real talk. Right. And much of what's going on even now, I mean, there's always ways that, you know, whenever you're talking, I mean, as consumers, as African-Americans, although we are, you know, um, economically, we're one of, we, you know, the, the average uh, income of the average household in America is very limited. Uh, we are a large consumer. We got a f large consumer base mm -hmm. and often exploited consumer base. You know, uh, when you talk about gentrification, I mean, we can yeah. go on and on and on and on mm -hmm. how, you know, they've used us to actually exploit us in one way or another from the criminal justice system to, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, making, still slavery from inside of the penal institutions by making things that, you know, using us as cheap labor, mm -hmm. even from that perspective. So yeah. there's so many different things, you know, that we got going on. I mean, there's so much we could talk about. There's some other things that, you know, getting into the details of this subject is something that, you know, in the future, near future, when as soon as we get an opportunity, we want to talk about some of the more specific details of how we can address this issue of reparations. But at any rate, it looks like we're there at the end again. Came by quickly, didn't mm -hmm. it? <laughs> but at any rate, I appreciate you all for tuning in with ju to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali. Again, I'm Attorney Zulu Ali with the Justice Watch crew, Rosa Nunez, Michael Bilal Clark, and Dr. Akil Bashir. And until next week, we'll see you same time, same place, same channel. And until that time, stay blessed. There's a new nationally syndicated radio program that's sweeping the nation, and you don't want to miss it. Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali, the voice of justice for the people. The focus of Justice Watch is to provide an honest analysis and viable solutions to the criminal and social justice crisis in America and the world from a black, brown, working class, and socially disadvantaged perspective, and to motivate listeners to be informed and part of the solution. Zulu Ali is joined by the Justice Crew, consisting of Rosa Nunez, Michael Clark, Dr. Akil Bashir, and Charito Ali to tackle the most pressing issues. Host Attorney Zulu Ali is a former police officer, U.S. Marine Corps veteran, and an award-winning trial lawyer who focuses on representing persons accused of crimes, immigrants, victims of discrimination, and persons seeking civil justice. Find out how to listen to Justice Watch with Attorney Zulu Ali at justicewatchradio.com. KCAA Radio has openings for one-hour talk shows. If you want to host a radio show, now is the time. Make KCAA your flagship station. Our rates are affordable and our services are second to none. We broadcast to a population of 5 million people. Plus, we stream and podcast on all major online audio and video systems. If you've been thinking about broadcasting a weekly radio program on real radio plus the Internet, contact our CEO at 281-599-9800. 281-599-9800. You can Skype your show from your home to our Redlands, California studio where our live producers and engineers are ready to work with you personally. A radio program on KCAA is the perfect work from home avocation in these stressful times. Just type KCAARadio.com into your browser to learn more about hosting a show on the best station in the With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.